Did you want to either of them? Um, I'll take the Asana one if that's okay. Sure. Because I don't remember anyone. <laughs> Neither do I, but I'll look them <laughs> up to get started. <laughs> Back to Mugging Your Ears. My name is Corey. April is with me. Hi. And uh, this episode, Helen will not be joining us, but April and I will be covering um, Restaurant Day Paradiso and Inio Asano's Downfall. Uh, we'll miss Helen's hotcakes on Downfall. <laughs> I'm sure she had them, or she would have them if she wrote. Uh, but anyway, Restaurant Day Paradiso is about um, this girl named Nicolega. This Nicolega, she is 21 years old. Um, uh, who goes back back to Rome, I believe. Um, I don't think she was there before, or I don't think she had been there for a while, which is why uh, I am questioning my own knowledge of the series, but... Uh, <laughs> it was one volume, Corey. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Um, she goes back there because she wants to reconnect with her mother, and her mom had uh, just dropped her off with her grandparents when she was uh, like 8 or 10 or something. Because the man she was dating at the time said that she did not want, he did not want to marry someone who had kids, so she was just like, bye, child. Uh, and now she uh, she joins this, um, or she goes to her mom's husband, now husband's restaurant, uh, to just kind of blackmail her mom um, <laughs> and try to forge uh, whatever relationship she wants at that point. Uh, but through it all, she eventually gets a job there uh, through a formation blackmail and kind of gets a crush on this dude named Claudia. Uh, it's a, yeah, as you said, it's a one-volume series, um, so it's very short. Uh, I pretty much liked it overall. It was cute, not very challenging in any way, but uh, mm-hmm. it felt like uh, some good knocks me out. What um, do you think? I don't know. I... I think it's more that outside of uh, Nicoletta, the main character, I didn't really, like, get anything else from the other characters. She was the only character that I cared about, so I liked the setting. I thought that was interesting, like, how she got the job and worked with all the other people. But I never, like, connected with the other characters in the series, so it was just her so I'm kind of on the fence about it like I liked it and I felt like I would have liked to have seen like more stories about the other characters like I liked the world that she inhabited but I don't particularly think like her mother or anything was that interesting <laughs> so yeah, yeah I'm pretty much same um, I mean there was some interesting stuff that went on with Claudio not that uh, their relationship seemed all that great in general <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Um, but Claudio as a character, he was uh, divorced three years prior to the beginning of the series, and um, he still wears the wedding ring because where they work is this restaurant where I guess a bunch of uh, middle-aged women go in and just kind of fawn over the guys to the point that they sometimes propose to them. So he's just like, well, let's just cut that out. Uh, <laughs> but also, he's not really over his his wife, which is uh, problematic for uh, Nicolai. Uh, I think there was some some stuff with him that was interesting, but. Overall, mm-hmm. it was mostly Nicolega's story, and like the mom randomly worrying about whether her husband would want to marry her. 
before they were married <laughs> because she had a kid right. uh, which scarred her daughter but oh well yeah it kind of seemed like they just they sort of made up yeah uh, and that seems like a pretty big emotional trauma to be like well there's this man and he doesn't like kids so you know I've got to bounce so it, it seemed like they just kind of I don't I guess I don't know what Nicoletta had hoped to do by coming to the restaurant I get she was trying to I guess maybe blackmail her mom but I don't know what sort of relationship she expected with her I don't know if she came there to ruin her life or if she came there to try to build a relationship with her I'm not sure what she expected I, I don't know if that was like clear yeah. what her goals were when she came no, I agree. I don't think it was very clear. Uh, I think that uh, maybe we need one more chapter of this just to mm-hmm. show what she was doing before this. Um, I do I remember exactly. Uh, I remember mm. not really hating the ending, but um, yeah, I didn't. Kind of, I didn't didn't hate it. Yeah, it kind of ended status quo rather than doing anything else. Uh, well, status quo of where it was like she had made up with her mom. Um, she had not really forged a relationship with Claudio, but it seems like they were getting a little closer. Uh, but yeah. Like, as far as the ending, I don't really need anything more of that, but I would like a little why she here. And maybe, like, the reason that she came here is just, um, that her mom was there, and she wanted to be mm-hmm. with her mom, or maybe mess with her mom. Uh, yeah, like, she may she may not have known the reason she was going, to. maybe the main character didn't know either, so. Yeah. And, like, that's why. Um, I would like that a little rather than. Mm-hmm having to guess around her hazard actions at the beginning. Mm-hmm. hmm I mean I think maybe it could have explored like the mother daughter relationship more and it mm-hmm. and it kind of didn't which I don't necessarily think it I don't necessarily think it it like drew away from the series. It just it felt like we just got a glimpse into these people's lives and it was very light and you kinda of wish it I kinda of wish that it would have went a little bit deeper. But you only get one volume. I think there's a follow up series for it, but this initial volume you only get one. Yeah, so uh, I was about to mention that follow-up series. Like it's called Gente uh, Restaurante no Hito Bito. Um, if I recall um, from the uh, manga, that is actually a prequel manga. So it's about the restaurant and like how the restaurant came to be. Oh. So I don't assume it's not about um, uh, Nicolega at all. Yeah, I, I remember when this series came out, and it's been out from Viz for like a very, at least to me, it seems like it's been a very long time. The series came out a long time ago. Of course, I couldn't tell you when now, but it's been out for a while. Yeah, there was a review of it on Annan in 2010. It's going to be around 2010 when it came out. Gosh, that's 10 years ago. Yeah. So yeah, this has been around for a while, and I, I still think um, it's a good read, even with the age. I still think it's a it's a, a nice one volume to pick up. I think I just would have liked to have seen more of the characters or more stories about them. Or mm-hmm. I think that's where I get stuck with it is we're just kind of dropped to these people's lives and kind of lightly see what they're doing. But the the mother daughter piece is so big and runs so deep that I would have liked to have seen a little bit more, have that fleshed out a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, especially considering that this is a Nakatome Ono manga, and like the previous ones that we've read, Aka and House of Five Leaves, they're not very long. House of Five Leaves mm-hmm. is five volumes, but they're both like extremely complex. Um, so I feel like you could Ono could have fit more without it. It kind of felt like it, it kind of felt like she just uh, maybe like she just had these people in their in her head, and like she just wanted to kind of write 
like it, it seems to me like there were just people that probably had existed in her head for so long and she just wanted to write a story about them you, mm-hmm. you know like the idea of the restaurant and the older men and all that and she kind of put that together in a small, small story yeah. I don't know if this is one of her earlier series or not I thought that it was but I'm not sure anymore I mean maybe she just has like for her glasses older men and she just <laughs> yeah, wanted to draw I think, I think so <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine that is fine uh, do you have anything else before we take a break? Go to the Asana. No, I'm I'm glad that uh, I revisited this one. I think I read it several years ago, more around when it came out, and it was nice to kind of revisit that. And yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll have to do the uh, the prequel follow up cool manga. Yeah, there's three That's volumes fun. of that, so there's a prequel yeah. to this too. So um, consider that later. But until then, let's take a short break, and we'll be back to talk about Inu Asano's down. And we are back uh, with our second series for this week. We are looking at um, Inio Asano's Downfall. It's one of his newer series. I, I'm a pretty big fan of him and actually didn't know this was coming out until recently. But uh, Downfall is put out by Viz. Um, it's only one volume, and it is about um, a manga artist who has finished his most recent series and it was very popular and he was very well known and he sort of like hits a slump um he doesn't know what to write about he's kind of disillusioned with um the manga industry feels like uh with the rise of social media that um you can't really write, write what you want you can't be creative you have to kind of fall in line with whatever the fans want so he's very disillusioned um his marriage isn't necessarily bad but it's not particularly great so he's just kind of lost and doesn't know what to do next um for me this was like typical asana it was like more of the same and not necessarily in a bad way um i enjoyed it for the most part there were a couple of things in there i was like "Mm, i don't know about that but i feel like it was typical typical him (laughs) what did you think uh yeah this was uh just one volume of pure unbridled Asano in one <laughs> in a in a very small package. Um, I think one one volume is pretty much the like we were talking very so that could have maybe served with one more chapter or maybe one more volume. Mm. Like Downfall feels like it is a perfect length at one volume uh, because I don't know if I could deal with more of this dude uh, <laughs> as he was. Um, uh, but like it, it did feel very, very Asano from the uh, from the cynicism of this guy to uh, eventually, like I feel like I know Asano well enough. Like I haven't read Pon yet, but I feel like I know Asano well enough that I know that this is going to eventually lead to something happier, if not like a happy ending. Um, so like I was just waiting for that to happen the the whole time. It finally did not hit me over the head with cynicism the whole time. <laughs> right. Um, and I like how they built that. Like you saw uh, some of the tweaks 
uh, early on in Geekdom at all. Um, the, the author, uh, name is, uh, review on Otaku USA magazine, but his name is Kaoru Fukuzawa. So he saw some tweets from, like, fans that were saying, oh, I love your manga, blah, 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 and, like, he went on this huge, uh, downfall because, um, he, he was, like, huge selling it with the first couple volumes, and then it went on for, I believe, 15, and then it just, like, plummeted by the 15th, and his wife is a, a manga editor, and he's really jealous of her because she's spending all this time with a popular mangaka whose manga she's editing. Um, yeah, like, the, those feelings of uh, insecurity and, and of jealousy are very human and very Asano. Yeah, and there's also the piece, so he gets involved with um, a younger girl at, I can't think of the word, it's like in my head, like a... Uh, love Hotel? I don't know, but love Hotel yeah, 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 yeah. Right, so he, I, she's fairly young, I feel like she's not 20 maybe, I'm not sure, but she's fairly young and he gets involved with her and talks to her a little bit and eventually, like, goes back to her hometown and I felt like that was kind of a... Uh, a turning point for him when he goes back to her hometown and sort of sees where she comes from and sees where he as a where he's at as opposed to where she is. I don't know. That was a that was like an interesting turning point um, in the book for me. But I'm surprised that you felt like it was a it was a happyish ending or not completely because I, I like I felt that way. I'm like, man, this didn't. <laughs> so I, I'm a little curious about that. Uh. Well, before we, I guess we can slightly spoiler section where we just talk about um, with the the girl. I believe she he slept with a couple women at this uh, love hotelish place. It's basically X amount of dollars and for ninety minutes or two hours. Um, but he like one of them I think was eighteen or nineteen, uh, and then the one that you're talking about was so like still mm-hmm. really young, and he's I believe in his late thirties. Yeah, present. Yeah, present. Yeah, and um, like I think that relationship between them is very uh, well. Besides the problem nature of it, it's very good. <laughs> Um, just because it, it allows him to walk away from manga. Uh, she doesn't like manga at all. She's like, I understand it, I don't think. But one of her friends was super into it, riding her her bike, like, 90 minutes or something, to and from this one bookstore, used bookstore, just so she can get, or she can search manga. Like she, um, but she never, the the one that the author is, she never got it. Um, and uh, that allows him to step away from everything and get this new perspective and like he was so inundated within manga that this felt like his passion being driven away from him by his work well and i i wondered if he was like um an asano self-insert or a stand-in i'm like how much of this does asano himself relate to <laughs> yeah i wondered that too but then like has he ever gone to 15 volumes not, I don't think not quite that long. I thought I had read an interview somewhere, like before this was licensed, that he that Asana himself was like really excited about this the series, and he felt like it was one of his best. So it made me think, like, is this a self insert thing? Or so I, I don't know. I think it's interesting. Um, yeah. Peruse. Uh, yeah, I had thirteen. Um, like it would mm-hmm. be pretty long, but anyway. Uh, yeah, I also wonder whether whether this was a self insert character, or whether like he lost that passion like, on all of this uh, spiral, but. <laughs> <laughs> Even if he went on some of it, it would be pretty understanding given the pressures of uh, being a mangaka. Um, mm-hmm. At least from some of the things that I've read recently, Asano himself has started using digital stuff to just copy-paste things instead of 
painstakingly making them an art just to speak up his process mm-hmm. and can be able to make more intricate designs. Like in Dead Dead Demons, they have like uh, a bunch of buildings in all sorts of various directions. It looks really cool, but you can draw all the, um, yeah, the I've seen, the I've yeah. yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's cool, but yeah, I wonder yeah, about those pressures. And then I, I like that they included Twitter in this so he was able mm-hmm. to like directly engage with his fans but also how that direct engagement like really affected him and how he felt about his creativity and his art yeah yeah. Uh, but do we want to get into the ending unless you had something no I really am curious about what you how you interpreted the ending because I just felt like oh, that's, that's Hasano right there just like that so I, <laughs> I'm curious like what's your interpretation alright so uh, maybe I'm uh, ever the optimist, but my my interpretation of the ending was that uh, he uh, throughout the book he saw this person tweeting like I'm a fan. She says I love your work, blah blah, blah and then uh, it takes him like a year of this writer's block to be able to come up with a new series. And through throughout all that time, occasionally uh, she would pop up in the tweets um, saying um, love your work. I hope you're working on something new. Um, then you don't hear hear from her for a while, but then. He comes back with a series, and he's doing a signing, and he meets her at this signing, and she says, uh, "I was I was going through a really hard time. I thought about uh, I thought about suicide, but I ended up not going through with it, and I'm so glad I didn't because I got to read this work, and it just gave me a new lease on life, sort of." Mm. Um, and then I believe the uh, is the name Fukuzawa. It's been so long, but um, <laughs> uh, he. He realizes, uh, I think internally, or my read on it was he realizes internally that um, manga really has, uh, manga stories, uh, entertainment media really has this big effect on people. It can have this huge effect on people. And he saw um, what could happen when someone uh, when someone goes through all of the uh, all of this stuff and what kind of his stories can have on people and what kind of positive effects his stories can have on people. It's not just about um, himself and his own ego or whatever. It's about uh, the stories that he's writing for. I totally. I mean, it make it makes sense what you're saying. I'm looking at this page now. I think what threw me off is is I think maybe I interpreted his response as anger when he he so the girl says all that and says you know you're a god to me please don't stop drawing manga and he says you don't understand anything and I think I interpreted that negatively like she has no idea what it what it took for me to be here so I don't know I think maybe we just had like opposite interpretation because yours totally makes sense it's actually mm-hmm. probably the correct interpretation <laughs> but I just thought like god he's just miserable and I that just took that and ran so yeah. like, you could be correct <laughs> well, I don't think there's a, a correct interpretation because I also see where you're coming from with from with uh, the like you don't understand anything but uh, mm-hmm. I would also say uh, he might be thinking that as well and just being like you don't understand what I went through to get to this point mm-hmm. as well and what this manga did to uh, refresh myself in my own life. That's the good thing about talking to other people yeah. about manga because I had not thought about <laughs> your interpretation at all. I think yeah. uh, my favorite scene from the book, and it's not particularly a spoiler, it's I think when he goes to, when his wife, I think, comes to his house to collect her mail and they're standing outside and there's this scene, I don't know if like the wind is blowing or like flowers are blowing and you flip the page and there's this two-page spread of them when they were younger and it's like a split second but it i guess it it's a memory of when they were happy mm-hmm. but like the placement of them and the fact that it was two page i'm like oh that was i really that was my favorite scene probably yeah. at least the way he used that scene was my favorite yeah especially considering the um the like dig rape of yeah that's what I was, oh yeah. we could have skipped that yeah definitely could have <laughs> done without that that was yeah. very 
problematic, but uh-huh. um, I think it, unfortunately, I think it does go along with what this character is saying. Like he right. he has been purchasing sex for uh, this entire time up to this point, so now he might just feel like it is his right, especially since uh, she's still technically his wife, since she refuses to sign the divorce papers. Which I don't. We would be talking about this forever, but I don't. <laughs> I don't necessarily understand her refusal. They don't really seem like they have much of a relationship besides getting on each other's nerves. Mm-hmm. And yet she still doesn't want to break up with him and she's always gone and always with other mongars. I don't I don't know. There just seems to be this distance between them that's maybe just come from a lot of years of not being able to talk to you. Yeah. And I think that uh, why she wants to stay together might be that uh, that double page spread. Like that we get mm. that quick flashback of when they were happy when they were younger and she's always remembering back to those times being like this is how you were this is how you uh this is how i want you to be maybe um but she never really gets that and she finally just accepts it uh at least in her active life if not sexually i don't know i didn't understand that either but um people are complicated yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yeah i think uh there's a lot to say about this one uh i enjoyed it i'm always glad when uh, asano has something new um yeah do you have any final thoughts about it uh no i agree with you i really enjoyed this um and i and this like anytime i read asano it's just a kick in the butt like i should really get to reading pun pun ever like um yeah i guess keep putting it off <laughs> you'll get you'll get to it but yeah. yeah he's got a lot of good stuff and i'm i'm glad that he had something new come out yeah um, but I guess that wraps us up for the week, and uh, we will be back in a couple of weeks. But in the meantime, uh, where can we find you online, Corey? Sure. I am on uh, Twitter at Impassionate K, um, and I write at the fan, which I uh, always forget to <laughs> Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Mondiorin. I'm still there avoiding the news, <laughs> uh, but you can find me there. <laughs> Good call. There's nothing good. <laughs> no, not. Yeah. Uh, you can find this podcast on Twitter at Monging Your Ears, and you can find all of our episodes over at podcast.com. That is T-A-I-I-K-U. But uh, there's always something good about manga. See, so you will hear yeah. from us in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you.